What's the good word? Back with another Frankly Speaking Real Talk. Solo dolo, bite-sized version this time, since I have another episode dropping later this week. Going to be a dope one with the return of one of my favorite go-to guests, Bex in the House. But this one is in celebration of the overlap of Black History Month and Valentine's Day, which is one of them fraudish holidays America created for ulterior motives. In this case, shameless consumerism. But I digress, because right now, with all the chaos and perhaps pending confirmation that the douche triple semi will include aliens... The world could use more love and romance and also more love for the black history and greatness that we are all in the midst of right now. And right now we in the midst of some serious greatness. Black history. Shout out to Viola Davis. Fresh off a sketchy Oscar nomination snub. She's the latest member of the EGOT Club. That's the esteemed Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award winner. Props to that. Shout out to Whoopi Goldberg, who's also another prestigious member of EGOT Black History Month. Also, Black History Month, shout out to Beyonce, the winner of the most Grammys in history, although somehow she doesn't have an album of the year yet. It's crazy if you look at the list. Not many black people have won that. And apparently this year, that flawed fraud award went to Harry Styles. I didn't even know he was still making music. Can't name a single song. But anyway, he's not black history. But black history, shout out to Rihanna brought a plus one to her Super Bowl halftime show in the form of announcing a second child on the way. Got to admit, that's quite the flex, because if I was a billionaire with a baby in my belly, I would not be performing for the masses at the Super Bowl. Then again, if I just had Burger King or Taco Bell in my belly, I probably couldn't even walk a straight line. So you know what it is. Women are incredible. Shout out to black women. Shout out to the Super Bowl and Black History Month. Shout out to Pat Mahomes, first black two-time MVP and two-time Super Bowl MVP. Joining a prestigious list with only goats on there. Joe Montana, Tom Brady. When you're on a list with only Joe Montana and Tom Brady, you enter in goat status. But also shout out to Jalen Hurts. I know that loss hurts, (laughs) but he balled out. He balled out. And last but not least, Black History Month shout out to LeBron James, who became the all-time NBA scoring champ. And also shout out to the man he replaced, the iconic Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And that's fitting because both are equally as legendary for their off-court exploits as on-court and their contributions to Black history and society. Props to all of them. Props to Black History Month, which means a lot to me because gives us a chance to celebrate the many contributions of black Americans to this country that we crafted so much of from commerce to agriculture to entertainment. But black history is American history and trying to extricate it would be like disrupting the time continuum. I mean, even the greatest mind could not create a modern day America in their imagination without the contributions of black Americans. It's an exercise in historical and science fiction. You can't do it. It is what it is. But This is a movie and pop culture podcast, and so to celebrate that intersection of Valentine's Day and Black History Month, it's the perfect time to dive into the classic world of Black love, rom-coms, and drums, real talk. And when I'm talking Black movies, you know I'm going to start with my favorite icon of Black cinema and comedy, Eddie Murphy. Eddie is back. This time, he's riding shotgun as a dad. And his daughter decides to marry outside the race in Netflix, You People, with a loaded cast. 
headed by Jonah Hill and Lauren London as the couple, but also the great Nia Long and Julia Louise Dreyfus as the mother of the son and daughter. Also Dave Duchovny, Mike Epps, Rhea Perlman, lots of familiar faces. Dion Cole, I could go on and on. Funny movie. Not the best movie, but funny. But in my heart, Eddie Murphy's masterpiece, Coming to America, is the greatest rom-com of all time. Prince King, his hilarious search for love in Queens, New York, looking for his queen, is every bit as lovely and romantic as any rom-com in history. And it's funnier, flat out. Um, Speaking of funny, speaking of Eddie, as much as I love Coming to America, I actually love Boomerang even more. Super smart, super raunchy 90s sex comedy, super loaded cast. Martin, Hallie, Robin Givens, David Allen Greer, John Witherspoon, Eartha Kitt, Chris Rock. The soundtrack, absolutely amazing. The movie, hilarious. And ultimately, it <laughs> has a big heart. It says a lot about romance. I'm saying, and so underrated. I love that movie. But staying in the 90s and on the icon and underrated tip, if you haven't seen Mo' Better Blues, definitely check that out. Original Denzel, Spike collab that would later branch into Malcolm X, He Got Game, Inside Man. But Mo' Better Blues is, it's deep, man. It's a thoughtful, super steamy, super sexy look at love and passion through the eyes of a musician played by Denzel who's in a relationship with two women, but both of them take a backseat to his true love, which is the music. It's an incredible 90s look at love. And 90s, it was, that was the thing. A lot of movies about love, a lot of black movies, so the intersection, and even exploring interracial love. You know, you had Spike Lee's Jungle Fever with the Mo Better Blues co-star Wesley Snipes dating an Italian woman. You had Denzel Washington in Mississippi Masala, which sees him dating an Indian woman. And, you know, icons, interracial romance. You got to give a big shout out to Whitney Houston in her debut film, The Bodyguard, which was blockbuster. And Bodyguard soundtrack is one of the greatest soundtracks, most selling soundtracks of all time. She's such an icon. Rest in peace, Whitney. 90s was next level. I mean... Just a slew of these type of movies, starting with forgotten black rom-com and sex comedies, which were a thing in the 90s. You had to be there for can't do that type of stuff now. But you had like Halle Berry's debut and Strictly Business with uh, my man um, Samuel L. Jackson and can't remember my boy name. Um, brother, sis, they going to be mad at me. <laughs> Tommy Davidson <laughs> stalling. But that's my guy. MTV's Bill Bellamy. If you know, you know how big he was in the 90s, how to be a player. You had Sprung with Tisha Campbell and a bunch of names lost to the 90s like Paula J. Parker and Joe Torrey. Booty Call with the Foxy duo of Jamie Foxx and Vivica Foxx. No relation. Like what I did there, Foxy duo. Get it? Can't forget Martin Lawrence. Thin line between love and hate. And the ensemble surprise hit Best Man with... Tay Diggs and Nia Long and Snod Lathan and Morris Chestnut and, and Terrence Howard and had enough legs for a couple sequels, one that just came out, you know? On the other hand, Black Love wasn't all jokes and laughs in the 90s. Sometimes the complexity was explored in serious dramatic fashion. In fact, 
Jada Pinkett made a big time career out of those movies. People forget how big she was in the 90s. She had Poetic Justice with the late, great Tupac. She did Inkwell that had Lorenz Tate, Jason's Lyric with Alan Payne. You may know him from the Cosby show. Bokeem Woodbine was in that movie. She was doing her thing. She even was in Nutty Professor 2, which I don't know if that quite qualifies, but, you know, yeah, close enough. No, she was in Nutty Professor 1, 90s, you know. Uh, Part 2 was Janet Jackson. Uh, Ditto Queen Angela Bassett. This year's Oscar nominee, almost 20 years after her star turned as Tina Turner and What's Love Got to Do With It. She also hit big with Waiting to Exhale and how Stella got her groove back. Speaking of Janet Jackson, I put Jada in Poetic Justice. Janet was in Poetic Justice. Jada was in Inkwell, Jason's Lyric. Jada, Janet, respect to both of y'all, my mistake. But shout out again, Angela Bassett. Shout out to Terry McMillan, who wrote Waiting to Exhale and how Stella got her groove back. Remember when they were making a lot of books in the movies in the 90s? You know, John Grisham, Michael Crichton, Tom Clancy. Those were the days. But Black History Month, shout out to Terry McMillan. Um, shout out to Courtney B. Vance, Whitney Houston and Denzel for The Preacher's Wife. You don't know Courtney B. Vance. He's Angela Bassett's husband. Preacher's Wife, another banger. Much love. And speaking of love, my favorite of these 90s love dramedies. Love Jones. Love, love Jones. Love, love Jones soundtrack. Love, love Jones stars. Nia Long, Lorenz Tate. Love, love Jones. Saying. But because you had so many of those great movies, think of all those movies. If you haven't seen them, go check those out. Bangers. It inspired another wave of such movies in the early mid-2000s with a bunch of the names we were introduced to in the 90s. You know, Sanaa Lathan, she showed up in Love and Basketball with Omar Epps and then Brown Sugar with uh, Tay Diggs. Then you had Two Can Play That Game with Vivica Fox and Morris Chestnut. LL Cool J jumped into the scene. He had Lost Holiday with Queen Latifah. Then he was in Deliverance from Eva with Gabby Union. And then the, the interracial theme, that hit too. You had Will Smith, who for some reason never got big in rom-coms or black movies. Wasn't much in the black romance either unless, you know what? Let me refrain from jokes and keep his wife's name out my... <laughs> yeah, you, you can finish that one. But uh, guess who? Bernie Mac. Um, something new. Sonal Lathan again, Save the Last Dance, which Save the Last Dance, we had that on at work one day, high levels of unintentional comedy, but at the time, it was a hit, uh, but these movies were popping, then, next thing you know, the Tyler Perry cinematic universe usurped the genre in the same way the MCU did blockbuster action and sci-fi movies, Still got some, but for every just right, shout out to Common and Latifah's romance. I think I love my wife, Chris Rock. No shout out. Chris Rock need to stick to the comedy. His movies are not it. Jumping the broom, Paula Patton. Thought she would have had a bigger career, but these type of movies kind of faded away. Think Like a Man, one of the origins of the Kevin Hart industrial complex. But for each one of those, you got like five Medeas and Why Did I Get Married? And I Can Do Bad All By Myself. Shout out to Taraji. But... Somehow, you know, things come around and it was kind of a dry spot, although no disrespect to Tyler Perry. He employed a lot of great talents 
lot of great black actors and actresses and had them on screen, gave them a check, got exposure and made himself billions, which he's been very generous with. So shout out to Tyler Perry, the person, his movie's not so much, but that's me. That's just me, though. But we have a new class of black creatives who've kind of brought the genre back in different ways. Barry Jenkins even got a best picture Oscar for his exploration of black passion and homosexuality in the community with Moonlight. That was quite a movie, A24. And then he brought back James Dwarwin's If Beale Street Could Talk, which I personally thought was better than Moonlight. And a shout out to Regina King, who won an Oscar for Beale Street. She was fantastic in that movie. Fantastic. Steve McQueen, he came back with Lover's Rock after winning an Oscar himself for 12 Years a Slave. Uh, Issa Rae did Photograph, co-starring Lakeith Stansfield of Atlanta. Uh, Lena Waithe's Queen and Slim with uh, Joni Turner and Daniel Kaluuya. Shout out to them. Shout out to the streamers entering the picture. You know, Zendaya, she popped up in Malcolm and Marie on Netflix. Uh, Tessa Thompson and Sylvie's Love on Amazon Prime. Uh, all the wonderful collection of black romantic classics to be on Tubi. Where some of y'all are saying, not Tubi. See what I did there? <laughs> and then full circle back to Eddie Murphy. Because apparently somebody told me that he did a sequel to one of the classics I mentioned. Um, it may or may not have been released. I'm not sure. I, I, I didn't. I don't know what they're talking about. But anyway... Also in the aforementioned You People on Netflix, which if you have not seen, written by Kenya Barris, check that one out. Yeah, shout out to Valentine's Day. Shout out to Black History Month. Shout out to Black rom-coms and drums. And shout out to Black love and romance in general. And love and romance, everyone, all over the place in this wild, wild world we live in. Like I said, buckle up, because it's wild out here in the simulation not only do we have to watch out for clones and these gentrified construction zones, but UFOs, please, y'all don't need none of this. Y'all don't want none of this. You know, y'all probably good where you are. Leave us alone. But regardless, everybody, enjoy Valentine's Day. Please show love and take time to not just give gifts, but to share experiences with the ones you love the most. And if you haven't found the one you love the most, Hopefully you find someone who loves you as much as Charlotte loves hitting the brakes for no reason and not using turn signals. They love it. They love it. But I love y'all. And until next time, peace, love and soul. Real talk, frankly speaking style. Ciao for now.